Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the Believe the Duke podcast. I am Steve Wiseman from the Raleigh News and Observer, joined by Sheldon Williams. And Sheldon, we were um, we were not going to record today early in the week. Uh, we thought we'd wait till after the exhibition on Wednesday night. But since it's Flag Day in October, Flag Day, good one, good one. <laughs> we thought we'd go ahead. It's not June fourteenth; it's October thirtieth. There, henceforth, we known in, in Durham as Flag Day because Cooper Flag went ahead and made his commitment. So it's kind of a big day for Duke basketball. Yeah, very much so. I mean, I want to say I was feeling a little bit sluggish this morning and I was like, you know what, I'm trying to get my workout in in the morning time and I didn't really feel it. And then I get a notification across my uh, phone. It said Cooper Flag commits to Duke. I was like, oh, let me go ahead and jump out of bed and go ahead and get my workout on. Like now I'm feeling good again. I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's the news I was trying to trying to get during my, uh, my birthday party uh, last weekend when he came on for the countdown of craziness. Yeah. But Hey, I got it today. So I was like, no way. I got my workout in. I got over what over fifteen hundred calories uh, burned. So I was like, hey, it hey. felt like a good morning. I went from uh, being uh, I'm gonna skip today to fifteen hundred uh, calories burned. So thank you uh, again, Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> All good. Everybody did, got a good jolt today from that. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, it's, we expected it was everybody. Everything pointed to it, but when he finally does it, that's the big thing, man. That's yes. the big thing. Yes. So. Um, yeah, so we thought we'd go ahead and knock out an early uh, episode this week uh, leading into the exhibitions. And then, of course, the season opener is a week from today on November the 6th. So, um, so yeah, we thought uh, that would be good for all of, all of our uh, our listeners. And we appreciate you all. I want to remind everybody that uh, Believe in Duke podcast is sponsored by Bet Online, uh, with the last of the major sports leagues kicking off now with basketball going. And today is actually the sports equinox, basketball, football baseball, and hockey, all being played the same day. Rare that that happens on the calendar, but today's one of them. So uh, it's a good day to go to bet online uh, as you want to bet for uh, any of those events. Uh, MLB's postseason, the World Series going on tonight. As the NFL, there's Monday night games, uh, college football, NHL, full swing, bet online. is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. Get everything NBA at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access for every sport anytime. Head to Bet Online today to get in on the action. Don't forget to use the promo code Believe. That's B L E A V to receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Yeah, boy, uh, uh, John Shire uh, continues a uh, number one class after number one class. Uh, you know, Cooper Flag was down to Duke and UConn. Of course, everybody in the country wanted him, especially after his performance at the Peach Jam over the summer. Uh, and then he reclassed from twenty five into twenty four. Uh, and uh, it came down to Duke and UConn, and John Shire and the team, don't want to forget the assistants, but because they're a big part of this too, right? Chris Carowell and uh, Emmanuel Dildy, the new right, guy, right, and, and right. Jay Lucas. But, boy, John Shire is uh, is getting it done. I think Duke fans got to be really happy about that. Of course, of course. I mean, uh, the way that he kind of stepped into, you know, his own after Coach K's uh, era kind of ended, it's been, you know, unbelievable to kind of like just watch like where he's getting top talent uh you know even with the the last you know year of coach k's uh team he was a big deal in that recruiting process with those uh you know commits as well 
So kind of go from there to what he's doing right now is it's unbelievable. I know we kind of talked to brother, you know, a little bit before the, the podcast started about how Missouri was number one and we were number four. And now we get Cooper flag and now we jump up to number one. So, you know, it's a, it's, it's a good day in Durham. It's a good day uh, for all blue devils, uh, blue Duke devils. And, um, and it's, it's, it's just a good day. I mean, I just feel great uh, having this and then having some more in uh Hopefully, news coming in this weekend. I'll let you kind of introduce that one right there. But uh, ho- hopefully, we have some more uh, good news. Yeah, Patrick Ngangba, if I'm saying his name correctly, I hope I am. Uh, he uh, is, a, is a kid from Paul the Sixth Catholic High School up in Fairfax, Virginia, which has produced Trevor Keels and Jeremy Roach. Uh, Duke's got a little pipeline going there. Uh, he is down to Duke, Kentucky, and Kansas State. And he was at Kansas State mm-hmm. over the weekend. Uh, he's supposed to make his commitment on this Saturday on, on November the 4th. Um, that's a day that Duke doesn't have a football game. So as a as a writer, I appreciate that, that he scheduled <laughs> that on a day I don't have to worry about covering a football game too. So thank you, Patrick. If if he indeed is coming to Duke, which uh, uh, a lot of things point to him possibly doing that. So uh, that would be another one to just further solidify the number one class in the country. I don't think if they get Patrick um, – uh, it's, it's a six ten center, somebody near and dear to your heart, somebody mm-hmm. uh, a post player, right? So right, uh, that right. would kind of complete compete complete the class that would be number one because they got you know uh, Cooper flags a wing, so you have a, a guy that can play off of him inside um, with what they have coming back already. Uh, boy, just um, he's not John's on a heater. I don't know what else to say. Like no, he, he definitely <laughs> is. He definitely is. I mean, it, it does. Um, say a lot of positive things, especially with Lively playing well his first couple of games in the NBA. And he went from being off the you know, first man off the bench to now starting in the second half when uh, I don't know if you saw that game against uh, San Antonio. So it's kind of like, hey, you know, they are producing bigger guys too. It's not just guards that's coming out of, uh, out of Duke. So uh, him being 16, seeing this, it's like, all right, well, hopefully this is good news for him to come back again uh, a little over a week later uh to come back and hopefully commit to duke uh i was expecting this from one of them if not both of them then the counting down the craziness weekend yeah. but each his own but i know i understand that you know everybody want to do their own instagram did, did, did cooper have his whole little instagram um, yeah it was montage flam magazine cover today okay was okay yeah, so that it wasn't, was it, wasn't a, it wasn't like a montage, like a big old video where no, it, he did have a video okay. too, but but Slam the Slam magazine cover was the big okay. Part I did see that. I did see yeah. that one. Okay, yeah. okay. I, I was expecting like into more of a, a montage. That's what the kids <laughs> doing now. You yeah, know, the whole montage, and I'm like, hey, uh, who who do you have uh, doing all your producing and film work? Like this is this is like almost a movie, like you know, type Isn't it crazy? thing. So yeah, yeah, it <laughs> is. It's wild. It's wild. So hopefully, uh, uh I'm not sure if Patrick's going to be coming into uh, Durham and kind of like, hey. You know, I'm gonna commit, you know, to you guys without being all the the press and the bliss and whatever <laughs> you want to go with that. You know, the shiny things, but you know, it, it's different. I mean, uh, I'm not sure if I was coming out during this time if I was going, you know, be in that whole Instagram world type thing. I was a little bit more laid back, so it's a little bit different for me. But I get it. You know, hey, it's your time. You know, it's kind of like you know the the, the prom of basketball type thing. So this is your right. your your moment. So your moment. That's right. I understand that. And, and that that's the you're right. That's the world we live in now. Right. Everything. And it's one of the things like people want to come to Duke because Duke has such a great social media following. And yeah. The, the yeah. brand and everything. The brotherhood and everything. So, right. Um. And of course, Duke Duke's own social media team. Uh. Uh. Shortly after Cooper committed and went public with it, 
put out their own little special video they have. Every time somebody commits, it's uh, Jay Billis, right? This yeah, just yeah, but, but it's it's secret though. Like I wish they at least say who it is. Like sometimes I gotta research. Still can't. Like, you still yeah, can't do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I wish they used to say that. Oh, it's another one. I'm like, yeah. another who? Like who? I got to go back and like, you know, try to see who uh, <laughs> uh, commit and things like that. And it's always like, you know, like Jay Billis or, you know, Kyrie or something like that. Whatever. I'm like, you know, another Jason one. Tatum. Yeah. yeah Jason Tatum. Yeah. You know, that type of thing. So I'm like, who is it? It got me on, you know, suspense and everything. Like, all right, you can at least say that. I got to go to the comments trying to see if I can read. You know, it's my else with, like, you know, let us know. All you got to find stories that I write. You know, yeah, everybody yeah, writes. Yeah, That's the way yeah. it's got to be. We got to do right, it, you know. Right, right. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Until they sign in a couple yeah, of weeks. Yeah. Then you right. can do whatever they want. But you're uh, right. You're anyway. right. You're right. So, you know, one thing uh, with this class coming in, uh, this year's team is veteran, right? The four starters back. And John had talked about, we want to try to get a little older. But at the same time, he said, we're going to attract the best talent. And this is an example. I think, you know, this year's team, they're going to lose some guys, obviously. I know they're trying to bring in six guys in this class. And I think if they get if they get Patrick, that'll be six if I'm counting right. But um, so we're going to go back to next year's team is going to be one and done guys, right? Because Cooper Fly is going to be the number one pick of the draft, everybody says the year after. Uh, and so we're getting back to that again, which I guess is fine. It's all about having talent, right? So it's kind of right. a little back and forth here with what they're doing. Yeah, it definitely is. I mean, um, you would hope that it'd be a situation this year, kind of like how it was last year with Flip and Roach and uh, Mark Mitchell and those guys came back. So hopefully that there's a situation like that with, you know, uh, Jared and uh, Caleb, you know, that type thing. So hopefully that's the same thing that kind of that happens for next year. But, you know, it's a long season. Anything can happen. You know, we've seen guys, you know, we didn't expect to kind of, you know, be – a top pick and all of a sudden they have an unbelievable year and they're top pick and we've seen guys that kind of surprise us and stay back you know so hopefully uh that's a chance like that but you know with uh these great guys coming in uh next year with the, the six I think you said six guys that's coming yeah. in next year or potentially six guys if mm-hmm. uh, Patrick comes in mm-hmm. uh so I'm I'm hoping that's 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 the case but the fact that uh we are going to be in this style of basketball for a long time because it's always going to be one and done type guys to mm-hmm. max. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing about the class that's coming in, they're mostly they're bigger guys, right? With Cooper Flag and and Patrick and Don, mm-hmm. he comes. Um, Con Knipple is a is a, like a, a wing. Uh, Isaiah sure. Evans is a wing. Um, so there's the need for guards next year. That's what I'm trying to get to. Yeah. And yeah. if Caleb Foster and Jay or McCain come back, that'll fit right in. And I'm sure John's. You know, talked about that with them guys, with those mm-hmm. guys already. Um, obviously, everybody wants to play their best this year and get to the NBA next year. Right. I guess that's what you want. But if it doesn't work out that way, if you see there's a path, you mean because you're going to lose Jeremy Roach. Obviously, he's a senior this year, right? Right. So uh, you're going to need some guards, some really good guards, and uh, so there's certainly that's starting to fit together for. Yeah, I mean, we haven't started this season yet, but next season's team is going to be top five, probably with if not number one in the country with with flight. You know, being the 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 big guy on that team. So, um, wow. Uh, it's the, the train keeps rolling for sure. And another one, as they say, it's another another team, another team coming in. Let me ask you this, because this is going to be now two guys within four year period with, uh, Proctor kind of being a young guy, uh, cause, uh, and then, uh, Cooper being the guy who forgoes a year to kind of come into Duke, but Proctor was a, a guard, and 
you know, Cooper is more of an inside-outside you know, player. What do you think will be the difference between those two? Because, you know, it took a little bit for Proctor to kind of um, get to where he was at. And I'm not sure if it was more so because of him being with Roach, kind of like, you know, oh, he's the guy that, you know, you know do X, Y, and Z, and then I'm going to try to fit in. And then when Roach kind of went out, he kind of found his own, you know, his himself a little bit mm-hmm. versus like, you know, a bigger and I, I don't want to say bigger guy because nobody's really playing the the bang up post anymore. Right. Um, but what, what, do you, what, do you, what are your thoughts on that? So I think it's going to be more like Marvin Bagley. Okay. Okay. Because okay. that team was kind of built around Marvin Bagley after he, because he committed and reclassed on the same day. Remember, that mm-hmm. was a, kind of a thing he did. And so I think they knew, Coach K knew like, okay, this guy's a generational talent kind of thing. You know, he's going to be a top, he's a top number two overall pick, I think. Um and uh, that's the way Cooper's going to be. Like they weren't when Tyrese reclassed. It wasn't a situation where like, okay, we can we're going to build a team around Tyrese. Uh, you know, he had Lively and he had all kinds of that flip coming mm-hmm. in. He had mm-hmm. a different kind of rate roster construction at that point. Um, so Cooper has decided to reclass earlier than Bagley did or Proctor. They were kind of last minute decisions. They came right in. Whereas Flag did the reclass a year ahead of time. Now he knows mm-hmm. he's got his last year of high school. He's going to get ready. So he's already starting to get ready for, for the college game. And I'm sure he'll be getting messages from Shire and Will Stevens and stuff about what to do right, right, uh, right. to be ready. So I think he'll be – he should be more ready from day one, I think, okay. than Tyrese was. That's not a knock on Tyrese or anything. No, it, it's no. not. I think it's a different, he's a different type of player, right? And, and, and yeah, he's more like Bagley. Yeah, that's my 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 thing is like I'm thinking to myself like um, yeah, there's two different players, and still the thing that's still in, you know in the back of my mind is still that Tennessee game and how they rough us up. And yeah. regardless what you tell a high school guy, he needs to do X, Y, and Z from Will. He's not going to understand fully until he's in a game like that and like oh, what I thought I was doing against these other high schoolers is a lot different than what I got to do against you know, the, the, the college players. And right. I, I just, I'm thinking to myself, like, I know he's not a banger, but he can play both inside and outside. And I'm trying to see how that would be, how quick was his, how quick will his, his curve be, you know, coming in because he's reclassifying. He's a year younger than all these guys. And I know he's very talented. How, how quick does his curve kind of, does it happen? Yeah. And that's something that, you hope that uh, he's down at Mount Verde Academy where Derek Whitehead came through there. We've seen a lot of great mm-hmm. players come through there. Kevin Boyle, Boyle's the coach down there. He's real, real respected. Um, that they'll obviously they'll work with him and uh, the coach Cooper Flag. I mean, he's playing against a little higher level of talent than he would have been, and he's still be in high school in Maine. I mean, let's face Maine, it. You know, all, yeah, all due yeah. respect to Maine, but yeah. we know there's a different level of talent there. Um, so that's going to be a factor too. I think those things will get him ready a little quicker, and um, so. That'll be good. And by the way, I, before I get any further, speaking of Maine, I want to mention that Cooper was supposed to have his commitment last week, oh. and he put it on hold because of the tragic uh, the thing in Maine, mass shooting in yeah, Lewiston, Maine. Yeah, okay. And he sent a message out and said, because at that point, the perpetrator was still on the loose, they thought. The they run. hadn't found yeah, him dead yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, so he put a message out. Everything, all the focus of attention should be on this situation and the survivors yeah, and the families yeah. of the people who okay, died, okay. the 18 people. I didn't died. realize that. Yeah, I didn't yeah. realize that. That's why he did that. I didn't realize that. Okay. Exactly right. That's why he waited until today because okay. over the weekend they found that 
the perpetrator was dead. Yeah, 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 uh, the yeah. situation's kind of Self settled down. We're moving room. on. They're going to yeah. hold funerals and stuff. It's not like, you know, Lewiston's not well. But anyway, yeah. this yeah. is something. Cooper's a different guy, man. He really thought about that. So, so for, him. for him to think about that, I mean, yeah, you're right. He's a different guy because a lot of people are not thinking about that at all. Um, uh, a lot of people think about like, oh, this is my time. You know, I'm yeah. going to go ahead and, you know, make my shine and things like that. And for him to have the wherewithal to understand where he's from and where he came from, he's not going to sit here and outshine no eight i think it was like 18 people i believe yeah a whole bunch, whole bunch of people that got injured with that yeah. um it, it was a sad sad time a sad day um for everybody in america but for him to be a just a young kid to to acknowledge that and be like no my decision is not more important and doesn't you know deserve more spotlight than what's going on right now in, in maine so shout out to uh cooper flag that i didn't yeah. know that i didn't know that at all but that, that's 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 awesome yeah that's another another thing about uh He's a, he's a pretty pretty impressive kid on the court and off. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, Duke doesn't do uh, a lot of knuckleheads. So, I mean, that's right. looking, he, he's looking down the line of uh, all Duke players over the last 30, 40 years. I mean, there's not a lot of knuckleheads, you know? <laughs> he fits right in. He fits, yeah, he fits the mold. He certainly does. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, as far as this year's team, uh, as we record this on Monday, uh, uh, we're going to post this on Tuesday, but the, the exhibition game is uh, Wednesday night with Pembroke. And that'll be the first time we're going to see them actually play another team uh, okay. before the season. The only time we're going to see them play. Uh, they had the scrimmage last weekend with Villanova. Yeah, I'm about to ask, did you know anything about that? Like Secret scrimmage has been kept very secret. Very secret. Um, what, but, kills, uh, what kills me is like, they're like, oh, yeah, secret scrimmage, scrimmage against uh, Nova in D.C. I'm like, yeah. it's oxymoron. Like, <laughs> you saying <laughs> if it's a secret scrimmage, you don't say anything at all about the scrimmage. Like, oh, it's a secret scrimmage. In D.C. against yeah. Villanova. Yeah. How's that secret? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, they kept the details secret this time. The details are secret. Okay. Far All better right. than I think last year. I think uh, they played in Houston, uh, Houston and had one. Yeah. And uh, the box score was out like that night or whatever. He suddenly got the box score out. So um, I do know Filipowski played. Uh, we were concerned about him, right, with the mm -hmm. concussion mm -hmm. and hips and all that. So he played very well. So uh, we'll see. I don't know if you saw – I don't want to get away from that, but over the weekend – there were exhibition games that were televised uh, because they were doing it for charity. Right, right. So, right. Uh, like, I watched Michigan State and Tennessee. Uh, was on Big Ten Network. was really cool to watch that. And then Kansas and Illinois played uh, right after that on Sunday. It was a doubleheader uh, in different places, but doubleheader on TV. And Illinois mm -hmm. beat Kansas by double digits. Uh, and Tennessee won at Michigan State uh, in East Lansing. So, um, but, but, but again, Exhibition scrimmages, it's kind of more about, you know, getting the play out, um, seeing who plays together, what kind of groups we see. Right. And right. so my point with that is we'll see Wednesday night against Pembroke, uh, you know, what Duke looks like, who's playing together, who's starting, you know, what, what guys are doing, that kind of thing. So that's what I'm going to look for on Wednesday night. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just looking forward to college basketball starting up again. So I, <laughs> uh, I, I don't care who we play against and roll the ball out, uh, just having uh, – <laughs> These Duke guys come out that we've been uh, talking about, and now we actually have some real things to talk about, you know, from here on out. So right. no more no more speculations, things like that. <laughs> we actually have things to actually really talk about. So that's what I'm excited about. Yeah, exactly. And that's why uh, we were going to wait till later in the week to do this podcast. Right, we wanted right. to see a game and talk about a game. But Flag Day took care of that. So it's Flag Day. We'll, that. So <laughs> we'll come back again. We'll do another one uh, later in the week. Uh, we will do another one after the exhibition. 
before so we can tell people what we saw or uh, that night uh, mm-hmm. leading into the first game on Monday against Dartmouth because after that Duke has Arizona and then Michigan State uh, uh, in the second and third games of the regular season so it's going to get real real quickly and that's good yeah yeah we want we're great. ready for basketball baby yeah yeah I mean I'd rather take hits early and versus later on so at least yeah. uh, we know where our measuring stick will be early on and it kind of go uh, go from there so. I'm ready. I'm excited. It's going to be an interesting uh, time, uh, a long journey for the, some of these freshmen, but uh, I'm here for this uh, this whole process. Absolutely. And before we go, you mentioned uh, the Mavericks and Derek Lively playing mm-hmm. in San Antonio. Um, yeah. I didn't get to see that. I was over the weekend. I was traveling. I went Duke to the football game in Louisville, which didn't work out well for Duke. But anyway, um, I'm curious what your thoughts were about Lively. Let's talk about that real quick before we go about what he's showing so far in the NBA and what you saw in that game, especially San yeah. Antonio against, against yeah. Wimby, right? Yeah, so, it was against Wimby because yeah. uh, it was a kind of weird lineup how he didn't start against Wimby because that's the tallest guy on the team. Yeah. So I was kind of wondering about how that even uh, worked out. But he was the first guy off the bench, and he came in, and he did what he needed to do. I know he's been working with uh, Tyson Chandler, which is a, a great piece for them because Tyson was awesome for Dallas when they went through that championship run. Uh, I think he was a defense player of the year that year. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he was uh, picking and rolling, and he got two outstanding guards. I mean, for a big, that it jumps above the rim, uh, you know, plays above the rim. Yeah. That is something you can't get. You know, a lot of teams don't have that. And two willing passers within uh, Luka Doncic and uh, Kyrie Irving yeah. is throwing that ball by the square, and he's just over here just running and getting it. And I think he was somewhere like – I think he had like 18 points that game. I think he was uh, maybe – I don't even know if he missed a shot, to be honest with you. I think he was uh, 100% from the field. It was just – it was wild watching that. And I'm like – I remember talking to him in Vegas when we had the Duke dinner around uh, Summer League. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you have to take advantage of this. Like, you have two guards that are going to get a lot of, you know, attention. And all you got to do is sit here and pick and roll hard to the basket. And the way you jump – you can make a living off that. I mean, and I, I used Tyson Chandler as an example, not knowing that eventually Tyson Chandler was going to actually help him out. And it's just a, a match made in heaven right there. And I'm like, I'm, so I'm excited about his growth as well, too, because this is going to be somebody who's going to be really good for that that squad and somebody who's playing well that got a lot of knock during his time at Duke. Yeah. So I'm hoping that uh, things continue to uh, go well for him. Yeah, because, you know, obviously – we knew he had more of an offensive game. He didn't get to show it much at Duke or mm-hmm. didn't show it much for whatever. That's he had a role to play and he played it, played it very well, a defensive yeah. stopper. And uh we would see every once in a while that little two-man game with with he and Tyrese with Tyrese yeah. throwing the ball up. Yeah. Well, yeah. Tyrese is really good. Kyrie's better. Okay. Yeah. It's okay to say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it definitely is. Definitely is. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, Terry's going to have a big, a big season. I think that's great. That's great. I believe so. I believe so. Well, good, man. I'm glad, I'm glad we could talk about that and get that on there too. That's important. Duke fans want to know that as well. So mm-hmm. uh, great. That's it. Okay. That's going to be it for this edition. Uh, my voice is starting to go a little bit here, so I got to, I'm about to cut yeah, it off, man. Drink, drink some tea. Yeah. I'm going to get this water. <laughs> too much travel. I've been traveling to all these football games. So anyway, it's time to basketball games inside. That's what I want to have. Yeah, so there you go. Anyway, you go. Um, thanks everybody for joining us this week on the uh, Believe in Duke podcast. Uh, sponsored by Bet Online. Uh, we'll be back again later in the week with another one as kind of our season preview as we come off the exhibition game, ready for, for Dartmouth next Monday. So uh, that's it for this edition, uh, everybody. Thanks a lot, and we'll see you next time. All right. Go do.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.